It's been two and a half years, almost three, but we're long overdue some sort of shake-up, some upgrading, some refreshing to make the show even better than it already is, because goddammit, it's the best damn podcast in the world. <laughs> so for the next couple weeks, we're going to be doing a survey asking what listeners like about the show and what they don't, and also taking ideas for new segments, maybe even new spin-off series. But to make that happen, we need your help. So if you check out the description of this week's episode, you'll find a survey link where you can talk about how much you want to get rid of the news segment. Oh, God, <laughs> come on. Hi, how you doing, George? Uh, I'm 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 hanging in there, just sipping on a coffee mug of miso soup. <laughs> we can all hear it. We can uh, definitely all hear it. We we have heard your feedback as well as my soup, and um, wow, it's a little, little little humbling to to know just how audible uh, my enthusiasm really can be sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's sad uh, Liam can't be here. Um, uh, he is, he's mining video games in the video game mines. Um, but I, I, I guess we could talk about more of the feedback when he when he's back. But uh, uh, the, wow, the feedback was, uh, was good. This week's going to be Matt and me. Um, <laughs> and George doesn't want to talk about the feedback. <laughs> which will be interesting. Instead, we can talk about about Half Life and Doom and and George doesn't like confrontation. I am a non confrontational pushover who lets oh yeah people walk all over me. <laughs> he likes that. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I hate it. Actually, it's aged me miserably. I feel like In I'm bed. ten yeah. years older. He didn't hear that. <laughs> anyways, anyways. I'm a little flustered here for several reasons. I mean, I finished Half-Life Alex like four or five days ago. Okay. And I mentioned to talk to someone <laughs> I, about that ending. Well, okay. But but apparently I can't. I said I was going to do it. I was going to finish it. And then you were like, you want to play some VR games? And then we played like five hours of Pavlov yesterday. And it was great. It was fucking, it was fucking great. I mean, yeah, we were Pavlov doing some try hard by the end. We were definitely doing some try hard. I was doing like hand signals to you. I don't know if you yeah. saw. <laughs> I was just like, yo, because they could hear us when we're talking, which is the weirdest thing. They won't allow you to mute your mic, which is, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know quite how it happened, but at some point your mics got turned off. But we, we, we need to explain what Pavlov is. I'm yeah. sure there's lots of people listening who already know what Pavlov is, depending on whether or not you're into VR. Pavlov is like um VR Counter-Strike. It's yeah. it's a set of really well-made guns with well-made ballistics and 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 recoil patterns and moving parts you got to learn plugged into some very rudimentary maps where uh slow chunky SWAT guys shoot each other with with said um surprisingly well-made uh, uh, virtual guns yeah and they have a counter-strike style mode where one team plants a bomb the other team tries to prevent it and there's no respawns for a little three minute round or so and um 
I love that shit. I live for that shit. Like, this is the next time in line that I've gotten super sucked into a tactical shooter where, where you have to work to get every kill and... And you just know in the back of your head that the other player has to sit out for 90 seconds. And it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It, it, it's good fun. Um, we suck at it right now. But uh, it, in terms of other people, I would say. No, man, I'm fine at Pavlov. Fight me. <laughs> I mean, there's some, uh, there's some younger younger uh, children that oof, that really oh the community is fucking awful <laughs> they really know how to play <laughs> i'm 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 okay with like a game community that knows how to play and is supportive for new players because as chaotic as it was talking between a discord and the pavlov match last night when we finally did get matched up with randos not only did they start carrying us but then they started giving us tips yeah but that came after, like, you know, screaming racist slurs from from oh children, you know? God. And um, last yep. night, I, I, I tried to go to bed at a reasonable hour and couldn't sleep. So guess what I did? <laughs> you did not. I got up and played some Pavlov, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta burn that energy off. Sometimes when you're lying in bed and you're just full of energy and there's a pandemic outside... Uh, you you got to burn that energy off, and it it'll it'll knock you right out when you're, you're done. Be Anyways, the first one to jack in, you're gonna be the first one. Who says I already haven't? <laughs> so Pavlov's VR features include proximity voice chat. You can hear the enemies talking through their voice chat besides walls, and you also hear your teammates um, naturally when they're close to you with locational audio. You also have to hold your hand up to your ear and press a button to activate a microphone radio if you want to talk to them from a distance. You can use hand signals with, uh, and, and if you have a valve index with finger tracking, you can like point in certain directions. And uh, and I, I wonder if competitive Pavlov exists and what it would look like if people would actually use those features for for strategic reasons or just run for the fastest route possible to shoot each other as fast as possible oh yeah for sure they would talk and then move to a different location just try to confuse the enemy oh yeah because if you talk and they hear you they're gonna know where you're at especially for people who play so much yeah so much. <laughs> you could yeah. tell you yeah, could tell they like, knew like spawns, they knew everything for like team deathmatch. Oh my god. Last that is night not the game to play, the mode to play. Last last night our, our friend Rio was hiding behind a desk and, and I think I saw the enemy use some process of elimination to start blind firing in the only hiding places left. And until we, we he eventually won by timer, but it was still cool to see a player Set, like like blind fire into hiding spots until they found the one like yeah. like using tricks to narrow down where where the enemies were instead of instead of it just being a straight death match and mm. and also since it's vr like holding the gun up to your eyes and lining down the sights feels so much more satisfying and intense than just pointing and clicking and and it does especially the scope you just hold it direct right on your eye i mean it obscures your view for from anything else but 
if you have some teammates around you, you do that real quick. Oh my god. Hold you your can hand keep steady. your gun held in a yeah. certain position where it's like half in one eye and the other eye is clean. Where if you keep both eyes open, you'll have good <laughs> peripheral vision, but then you close one eye and you're instantly sighted. And in keeping your arms raised up like that is a physiological effort that depletes your IRL stamina meter in exchange for for the readiness of immediate confrontation. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> it is pretty good. It is definitely pretty good. <laughs> I I heavily enjoy the Pavlov games. Uh, we we played a, a couple uh, mods as well. We uh, oh, we played God. we played yeah, we played I some... guess we did. Some Nazi zombies that George absolutely uh, loved. Uh, if if for people who played, um, I think is uh, World at War, wah. I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, that, was God, good, that was a really good one. Come on now, you're a hater. You're a hater. Um, that one uh, had Nazi zombies in it. I believe it was World at War with the first yeah, Nazi zombies. Started. That map is ported into Pavlov, and it's it's pretty cool. The mod itself, you, it, it runs its course after one playthrough, but, um, you know, in like less than an hour, you're done. You're done with it because the shots that when it when it hits the zombies, it doesn't really have any animations for it. And animations the, are cool, janky. Yeah. And the, the headshot anim, um, hitbox or whatever, it's just not it's just not right. It just doesn't feel right. The guns don't feel right with the zombies. I don't. I guess it didn't get poured over quite right or balanced. I'm just right. so tired of fighting zombies in VR. Every freaking VR FPS game tries to pit you against zombies more so than other enemies because they'll just shamble around and get shot and programming the AI is, is easy. And it's such an uninteresting matchup. You get a guy strapped, strapped to the brim with guns against a, like, helpless animal, basically. It's shooting zombies in FPS games is just, like, one step above hunting. Except you're not doing it out of, like, honorable survival. You're doing it for fun. And that's just, there's something a little, a, very unsatisfying about that that conflict. Unless they're fast zombies, in which case I'm... I have such a hard time aiming and shooting at them that 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 I'd rather I'd rather play against a different enemy either. So Pavlov has a zombies mode built in that uses uh, Left for Dead assets, I believe. And the zombies are, are Left for Dead style, fast running zombies, and they are too fast. Uh, the Nazi zombie mod for Pavlov has zombies that I feel are too slow. Um, it, it just gives me flashbacks of games like Arizona Sunshine that were um, tech demos more or less to just see if shooting in VR would work. So they give you some stationary scarecrow type enemy to, to shoot. I, I I was also a little sad to see how much you end up fighting zombies in Half-Life Alex over soldiers who shoot back. I, I want enemies who shoot back and walk around, you know? Oh, really? Because I, I, I actually don't like the zombies either. I rather shoot soldiers for some reason. I I, I don't know. I just right? I don't want to shoot for head some crabs reason. Forever. You mean fun? Yeah, head crabs are just boring to me. Um, uh, mm, I I like head crabs. I I just head crabs uh, are faster than zombies. Head crabs can hide in the clutter. Head I guess crabs have the ammo. A... It's because the ammo. It, it, right. I run out of ammo too quickly. 
Yeah, uh, I, I never. Okay. I haven't run out of ammo yet because <laughs> I'm stingy. But I still. sure did. Yeah. I played it like RE. I shot the zombies in the legs and then would put like crates in front of doors and block them in. Um, like I, I did not for the first day in Half Life, Alex. I did not search through all the cupboards you're supposed to to get all the ammo you're supposed to. But I ended up adapting to that pretty darn well by making use of physics objects. If you throw a physics object at a zombie, it stuns them. If you shoot them in the legs, it stuns them. So I got into a routine of playing it like an RE game where I would stun zombies and then hide behind a door and stack something in front of the door and just try to leave them behind. I, I kill them all. I, I, I kill them all. Okay. I just make sure every shot counts. I like run up to them with a fi- with a shotgun and put it in their face. And blast what's happening it. to me now? Do you hear me? I'm arguing for zombies rights. <laughs> no, I blast them through that. I don't want to waste. It's, any it's a goddamn more pandemic, ammo. dude. It's not like they had any choice in the matter. They didn't sign up for this shit like the Combine do. (laughs) Feel free to shoot those guys. Corrupt cops? Yeah, whatever. Some poor, helpless guy who happened to be minding his own business, jerking off in his house when a head crab jumps through the window. Apparently, that's the bad guy now. You see what the Combine do to us? They pit us against each other. (laughs) So that they can divide and conquer. Oh, my God. I hate the zombies, dude. They're annoying. And every time you shoot them with your little pistol, it just takes forever for them to die. I, I, I like their noise. I like the aesthetics. I mean, Half-Life Alex zombies are at least better zombies than the usual VR zombies. But Arizona Sunshine. objects at you? That's, that's the difference. Yeah. They they throw physics objects at you. They also will spawn a head crab if you don't shoot them in the head. And uh, and and at least in this game, you can move around a bunch of physics objects to block their path or stun them or whatnot. It seems like now that we're a week after launch, the one negative universal criticism over Half Life Alex is that there's no melee combat system. Yes. You feel I was that? wondering why why there isn't any melee. <laughs> so I w- I tried picking up stuff, trying to hit people with it, and you could just tell like the game doesn't want you to do fast movement uh movements with with any objects. And I'm just like, what's going on? I still ended up making use of physics objects as if they were melee weapons. If you watch the stream, you'll see it. Like I I'll, I'll hold objects out and and you like I'll hold a broom and sweep a zombie away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like it won't do damage, but they'll still like like kind of shamble backwards when when you hit them with something. There's some weird interview quotes about how how they they prototyped the game with virtual crowbars in it, but it made players believe they were Gordon Freeman, which I don't think would have made a single lick of difference in the world. I think the reason they didn't do it actually is because they ammo reasons i think they in true resident evil style fashion they wanted to distribute just enough ammo for you to scrape by as you go through the game and make you feel that tension dude can you imagine being able to like because we haven't talked about the gravity gloves those things are satisfying as oh they're great like yeah being able to just like just point at something and flick it to you and grab it it just works every single time it is awesome to and, be able to do that like with goes... melee weapons around the area would have been so cool. Would have been oh yeah, so yeah, like cool. flicking a knife towards you and then throwing it. Yeah, it would have been so cool. 
It's a missed opportunity next time, man. I guess. Yeah. I, 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 I think mods, I, I can mods. see why they did it. Right, mods. right. Yeah. Oh, which we'll we'll get into. But in any case, um, yeah, I guess. Do you want to want to talk about Half Life for a bit? Even though we just didn't talk about Half Life for a bit, <laughs> we just did talk about Half Life. What, what do you want to talk about Half Life? Uh, Matt, you still haven't finished it, right? I still haven't finished it. No. Uh, I, when you I, finished I, it, let's talk about the ending. It's a lot, a lot, a lot to, a lot to digest. Really? Okay. Okay. All right. I, I will be finishing it this week. So before we talk about Doom, I'll talk about Dusk. I am satisfying my Doom bloodlust with Dusk. I'm, I am letting my anger out. I'm, I'm reading the news and getting angry and then blasting Public Enemy and playing Dusk. Dusk Ooh. is, is pretty damn good. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper than Doom. And it might might scratch a lot of the, the itches I've been wanting to get out of Doom in terms of, of just satisfying heavy metal 90s FPS in which bad guys explode like they're made out of cardboard at the slightest touch. Dusk mm. is an old retro 90s fps throwback style shooter that looks and feels like i want to say quake 2 but yeah, it has a like lot of a surprisingly modern design sensibilities it has a havoc style physics system going on where when you <laughs> when you point your big chunky gun in a big chunky room and, and fire a giant uh slow moving projectile that turns into a perfect yellow sphere for an explosion. You see physics objects like crash and bounce around as a result. And that's real satisfying. Sometimes you do physics puzzles of stacking uh, crates up to get into new areas. So if you uh, see, see a giant revolving in midair health pickup at the top of a building, the nineties logic would be to fire a rocket at your feet and bounce yourself up there. In this game, they, they give you some extra options around finding secrets and solving old FPS puzzles like that. There's also a lot of humor to it. It's, it's hard to see at first glance because the game has a very gritty, um, brown grungy aesthetic, mm -hmm. but as as a few minutes in kind of reveals a cutesiness to it like a lot of enemies are um are are are, are campy hillbilly clansmen type characters there's there's jokes sometimes sprinkled throughout the level sometimes they'll the enemies will just have little frowny faces drawn on them you can you can press the use button in front of a lot of items and get descriptive hints, one of which is a photo of the developer's cat or something. And your character will just say, looks like some kind of demonic creature. There's <laughs> there's a certain element of wholesomeness to it that is that is hard to describe, but it doesn't. Un unlike some some grimy, grungy games from the 90s and some edgy tryhard games from now, it. It, it doesn't really relish in the misery of its setting so much as it's just kind of subtly self-aware of subtly. No, no, it's totally self-aware of of how excessively edgy that kind of art style is and, and in a way that I was slide. surprised. You can slide. You can slide, it's, okay, you can slide okay. and dual wield like almost every weapon in the game. You can I, dual wield shotguns. I feel like in the fast FPS these days, you just have to be able to slide. Am I wrong? Like I was playing Bright Memory, which is like a cheap. Oh no way! Yeah, and that's the second time slide. today. 
you can't slide. Why? Now, I'm not, not saying the game is bad or anything. I, I didn't quite finish it, but it, it's cheap. It's, it, it, and it looks good. And it plays it plays fine. But you can't okay. slide, okay? You can't slide. Yes. <laughs> it irritates me every time. I can't believe you're bringing up Bright Memory. Why? I was doing a Games for My Inbox video, and I found Bright Memory at the bottom of my inbox with some sticky gunk on it. I googled Bright Memory, and I, I found out it's a very interesting story behind the game. This is like the only Chinese indie FPS out there right now. It's like one guy, right? But as it turns out, he stole a lot of assets to make this game. Oh. And and I, I believe he later apologized. I know he apologized. I don't know if he reimbursed the original artists or not, but... It's it's like a weird example of what the indie gaming scene would look like in China if it exists. And that's like a, a Western style FPS with Japanese style character right. design and, and combat to it made out of a lot of stolen assets because copyright. <laughs> I, I and knew it looks so familiar. It just looked it looked a little copy and paste. Just a little, just a little bit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, as it turns out, that game's gotten a lot more press coverage than I thought, and was not eligible for. The I mean, inbox, people, people really like it. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Someone mentioned in the Discord today. I'm just surprised it. I, I thought it was some super obscure hidden thing, but it turns out everyone knows about Bright Memory. You see, see the the thing is, he probably ran into the situation where he had a game idea. But he had no art. <laughs> he couldn't draw. He couldn't model. I mean, that's that's a that's what that's uh, a lot of that's a lot of game development. That's a lot of game design. <laughs> like like just... having having the <laughs> when making video games, there are oftentimes <laughs> moments where you notice that some people are good at math and other people are good at art, and there's yeah. maybe two kinds of people in the world. <laughs> yeah, because I was. Um... I, I downloaded Unity, right? So I want to I, I want to try making something, and I just realized, like, man, the art, the art. I don't know if I can do the art. <laughs> I need to get some like some like community assets somewhere, you know, and just like slap that thing on just for for the time going. I'm wondering about that. I mean, I I, I haven't seriously tried to draw anything in a while, so yeah, me I'm wondering if I ever got into game development, I might just go straight up abstract with it and do some kind of design that only needs shapes or right. just shapes and beats. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I I I feel like at least I would spend time on the main character, and then everything else would just be <laughs> weird. <laughs> And I'll make a story behind it, <laughs> just just for the giggles. Really, I mean, it's gonna be, I'm just gonna be messing around. To be honest, I can't imagine what the inside of my head would look like if I tried to draw it. It's been so long, I can't even picture what my art style would look like if I even had one. Yeah, you know what? Me either. It's been a while. I'm thinking. I'm thinking thighs. <laughs> if I ever run out of money, maybe I can just start a Patreon where I just draw thighs. Dude, I've been locked up for way too long. I'm finally starting to feel it. (laughs) I am finally starting to go quarantine crazy. It took me three weeks longer than everyone else because I'm already used to this shit. But I have not left the building in two weeks and four days. I have seen one human being in that time for 
four hours of one day. Yeah, yeah. And now I just want to draw the a bunch went, of thighs. George, what's, what's going Shut on? Up. <laughs> Shut up. I, no. I, I need to get out, man. We're I need gonna, to get out of here. We're, we're going to see a lot of that in the feedback right now. <laughs> George, thighs? Come on, man. <laughs> get see outside, what's happening bro. to me? I mean, how, how are you? You have a roommate, right? So you get yeah. like some human contact. Yeah, yeah. I, well, in in like in a couple of days out of the week, I do go to a studio that you know has like around six people there. So you know, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. You know, hey, everything else and Trader Joe's. The people there are nice. You know, you say hi, you have a little conversation, you get some type of human contact. You know, some type of social. Uh, you know. Yeah, get your get your bloods going, and and then you go back home to loneliness. So two things died on me, okay, George. Two things died yeah. on me. Yeah. My PC, my my little laptop that I've been rocking since I I sold everything and came over to California to to mm-hmm. to in in you know to put in a, a better better life in my sights. Um, and uh, that broke. And then <laughs> when I was going to my car center, my my uh, car shut off. So yeah, it, it just just shut off nearly in the middle of the road. Micro center guys, even though that store, the Tux- Tustin store, is pretty like they're they're pretty sad. The employees are pretty sad for some reason. Don't know. I guess you know it's just too expensive here. I don't know compared to Marietta in Georgia. Oh my god, like the people also, there are the- so much better. I mean, I used to work there, but like the people there are so much better. Working retail right now is a very risky job. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, my God, when you when you're you're like, I don't know, you you don't want to talk to the customer at all. That's that's rough, man. That's rough. It's and it's not everywhere in Orange County. It's just like that store. That store is pretty bad. Anyways, they helped me out. They pushed my car out the road. Um, so my uh, there was like a fuse that broke or whatever, and I tried to get it towed right uh, to the uh, the CarMax, um, but the CarMax was closed. Got then I had to tow it to uh, a um, a a Kia uh, because I I had towed it to a uh, a repair center for CarMax. And they couldn't fix it. He said it was beyond him. Now, this is what happened. The towing uh, girl on the phone was like, um, it's going to be like $160 to tow it, four miles or whatever. I was like, oh, no. No, I'm good. And I, I understand towing is is expensive. And <laughs> I didn't have it through my insurance at the time, but I definitely bought it after that. So I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. She's like, oh, no, we're, we're trying to help each other through the coronavirus event. And, you know, we're, we're all trying to be here. And I was like, oh, OK. Uh, she's like, oh, what was your budget? And I was like, you don't want to hear my budget. I'm, I'm not. I wasn't trying. No, to No, don't tell anything. them your budget. Never, never. Never. I was just like, I, I was like, all right, let me let me. Let me lowball this and see what happens. I was yeah, like, oh, $50. Yeah, tell her $2. <laughs> I was like, $50. She was like, oh, you know, uh, uh, let me talk to my boss. He, he seems to be in a good mood today. Let me let me see. And he, she goes, and she does this salesman trick thing. Oh, boy. She goes, it's like, oh, luckily my, my boss is, uh, she puts me on hold first and comes back after like a couple minutes. Like, oh, luckily my boss is in a good mood. Um, He says you'll do it for 60 And I was like, Sixty dollars. The the told me the whole way. He's like, she's like, yeah, all right. So uh, and she gets my credit card. She's like, it is a fifty dollar canceling fee, uh, and he'll be there in about forty minutes. And I was like, okay. 
Uh, so a guy calls me. Oh, ready to tow me? Tows me to the place. Me and him had a good talk from Montana. You know, he understands it's a little bit weird over here coming from the East Coast to the West Coast. The West Coast people are a little different. <laughs> we talk a little shit. And then uh-huh. we head there. You know, good time. Then he says, when we park, all right, let me call my boss. Let me see what we're going to do. And I was like, and I found that a little weird. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought this had already been decided. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And and then um, by, um, the guy comes up to me. He's like, all right, it's going to be uh, $255. And I was like, oh, no. Fuck no. that. I was like, no. The guy, uh, the, the, the woman on the phone told me $60. I'm not paying two fifty five. What the heck? I already paid for this. And then God. he was like, "All right, let, let me let me call my boss." I'm like, "All right." And I'm like, you know, not not trying to be upset to you. It's it's not you. I'm you know, someone told me something else, and I was like, I made sure that you know the talk that we had before. I'm not trying to be mad at him, but I was like very very stern. I was like, I'm not paying the two fifty five. Talk to the boss. The boss was like, "Oh, um, the sixty dollars is only for." um you know just the flat fee for it doesn't cover miles and gas i was like listen sir i would have never have you guys told me if it wasn't sixty dollars the girl knew this and i explained what the girl told me and how she did this whole thing and she was like man he's like man those girls they 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 say whatever blah blah blah. (laughs) and i was like he's like i'll I'll try to get uh um he said give me a second I'll talk to someone real quick. And he comes back. Uh-huh. He's like $80. And I was like, no. He, she told me $60. i am going to pay $60. i am not going to pay anything else. And then after, you know, him being like, whatever, he was like, okay, okay, go. If that's what they told you, $60. I was like, all right. <laughs> and um, I go get the money and give, give the guy. And I was like, I hope this doesn't cut, like, into your payment he's like yeah this this is like my own business they like hire us out so that's his own tow truck and everything so he's not gonna get paid much from from it at all and i was just like it made me just feel absolutely terrible absolutely terrible and i was just like why (laughs) why why did this happen but i ended up paying sixty (laughs) dollars for a tow even though i feel completely horrible (laughs) is that something it, it, and and I asked him, does this happen all the time? And he says, yes, it happens all the time. Well, what, what are you supposed to do? Push it? It happens all the time. And I was just like, Yelp people are scamming people during the coronavirus event. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, it? That sucks, man. Can you imagine? That's that's 200 more dollars that I could have paid if I was just a pushover. I probably would have ended up being pushed over. You, you could keep my car. I'm paying you $275. <laughs> not, not when you promised me a certain certain amount. I want a flat fee. It's 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 like three to four miles down the road to come and pick me up and go down. I know gas is crazy, but I mean, no, gas is actually not that crazy. It's actually pretty cheap, but come on. That's too much. That's way too much. But um, I built a new PC because... Uh, my laptop died so that that is that is a good 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 part and so so now i'm 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 back to normal thank god to the the warranty that i put on my laptop so yeah yeah you seemed to throw it together pretty quickly i've been building since i was like in high school like beginning of high school i've been building so what, what hardware do you got this time 
Uh, I got me, I got me AMD. It's been a while since I had AMD. Man. Oh, you went over to the the other side. Well, you're, yeah, you're they're team better right now. now. Okay, <laughs> they're better. They're, like they they've been killing it right now, man. Profits really? to AMD, man. It, 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 Intel's still still holding up their prices. Sure, they can they can keep doing that if they want. <laughs> well, well no, I mean, I mean for your graphics card is. Oh no 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 no! Graphics card has to be uh, Nvidia. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's that's the conflict I was used to. Anyways, AMD CPUs are the good one right now. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, they're it's it's drastically cheaper, drastically cheaper for uh for what I do. I do a lot of editing all the time, so I need the cores, the speed. Give you're, the cores to me. <laughs> yeah, the the speed is what Intel has 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 an edge for that, but. Uh, it's still a little bit more expensive for what you're getting. And it's just better to just get an AMD at the moment. Uh, Intel needs to drop their prices like way down or add more cores that add something because you can get so much more uh, buying an AMD right now. Like that. I mean, that's why the consoles have it right now. Guess what processor I am using to edit videos on at the moment. What? Which one? A Intel i7-860 from 2011. No, that's fine. That's fine. Really? You think so? Because this shit is, like, driving me up a wall. Oh, are you... Five-hour render times, dude. It, it was Whoa. the 1080p60 transition. When, when videos started going over to 1080p60, that's when my work computer could no longer render them quickly whoa like what? like it turned a 45 minute render into a four and a half hour render I... okay um maybe 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 yeah that's not, that shouldn't be yeah. five hours for your your videos are like 30 minutes or so yeah it shouldn't be five hours i mean i know you have some effects going on on there but uh the the neat video filter really really slows things down but <laughs> <laughs> yes the neat any 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 uh noise remover would uh kill everything but um, man i love that thing it makes my old shitty camera look so good what, what do you you know you chose you chose to go cheap you chose to go cheap i never said i bought you the spent neat video ten thousand ten thousand on a in an index one thousand. That's one tenth ten, of what you just said. Ten thousand. But you spent like just like less than half of that on a camera. Get, get, get a good camera. But that I can't play video games on the camera. <laughs> also, I bought your recommendation of camera no, okay. choice, the Sony A six K. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wanted you to get a four K camera. I wanted you to get a 4K camera. I gave you a list of cheaper cameras that were good for the price. And you got a used camera. <laughs> and it was still $600. Oh, my God. And, and this thing overheats. Oh, my God. And, and can't make a video longer than 20 minutes without, without having to get restarted. <laughs> and there's no slide-out monitor attachment, so I can't look at the camera and talk to myself like I'm a millennial YouTuber. 
And that was the Matt Visual recommended product. No, 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 no. You bought it way before I said anything. You bought a used camera and really quickly. I was just like, I gave you a Canon option too. I gave you a Canon option. I gave you... yeah, I I think I, I I I don't know what what parameters I bought it on, but <laughs> we're, we're it's talking still about actually it's like, still actually guys. okay. No, look, with with all with all due respect, it's actually still way better than the one I had earlier. Oh well, of uh, course, the G twelve. Yeah, and that's the one that only looks good after you plug the neat video filter on. Yeah. So so when I said my old shitty camera, I actually was not referring to my recommended Matt Visual product, which which <laughs> though it does overheat and can't it, record it, more it than twenty minutes without you having to press the button again, the footage that it makes in the interval time though is always gorgeous. Yeah. But anyways, especially yeah. in in the, that the Carl Sagan, they uh, fixed that by costume. the way, the overheating. So uh, what do you mean? Do I got to download a software update? Uh, no, you just got to spend an extra thousand dollars. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I also bought that $600 tripod that you recommended. Wait, and wait, it actually whoa. came in pretty useful. Wait. No, more like $400 tripod, but still really, really fancy video tripod. You, you, you can't spend a thousand dollars on, on a, a camera, but you can spend $600 on a, on a tripod. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, no, it was $400 on a tripod, $600 on a camera. <laughs> And for some reason, no, I'm four hundred dollars at a time. Four hundred. Here, here's here's another weird thing about the way I think of this. (laughs) I regret the one thousand dollar Valve Index purchase a lot more than the six hundred dollar camera and four hundred dollar tripod. Because I I feel like that that one thousand dollar Valve Index is not going to make me as much money as the. The six hundred dollar camera and four hundred dollar tripod. What, what tripod are you talking about for four hundred dollars? What tripod? Uh, it's the oh, hang on, hang on. It's a fluid. It's a fluid head tripod, right? Uh, it has an M on it. It's uh, oh. the one that you were using it's when like we were a, making that fitness video. Like oh, that's like a hundred and it's like a hundred bucks or something like that. Hang on, let well me. Spent, um, no, man. it was. My thing it was still a works, lot man. more than one hundred. I beat that thing up all the time. I take it out. On oh sheets. yeah, they're damn good. And the little slidey thing on top is is wonderful. <laughs> the little, the little, little slidey, slidey thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, I love that slidey thing. I love I love slide in my camera every now and then. <sighs> Can't do that when I'm talking to the camera, but when I'm filming yeah. stuff with it, it's a lot of fun. But anyways, yes, <laughs> Kara, I, yeah, um. Yeah, so 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 upgrades and uh, uh, just a little quick story on how people are scamming people out here in in Coronaville, um, and anyone Corona who's out there California. like you know like we said this last time, but uh, we said at the end you know if you're, you're suffering for all that Corona stuff, man, <sighs> um, that sucks because a lot of my family is uh, suffering from it. So hang in there. Hopefully the hope hopefully the money they give us is not some one time payment. Of $1,200. Because <laughs> that would suck. But yeah. I have uh, some bad news for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, when you when you said Canada was getting, what, 2K a month? 2K. For four mm-hmm. months? That's... Mm-hmm. God, man. Why do we live here, man? I mean, we know why we live here. It's, it's the U.S. We have that, to kind of live the, here, but... Yeah. Well, it's also just the sheer dice roll of where, where we're born, you know? Well, I mean, the U.S. does have perks to to living here i mean let's let's not 
Uh, le- leaving is a lot more saying. expensive if if uh, you don't have family and connections and dual yeah. citizenship elsewhere. It's it's the luck of the draw, my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's free here too. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> How yeah, the yeah. hell are we free when the cops will shoot you if you don't do what they say? Yeah, you're right. Actually, you're very right. That's some real shit right there. <laughs> That's real shit. <laughs> I'm mad. I want to play Dusk. <laughs> I don't like. All right, like I played a little, like a little bit of Doom, just like a little taste, a little taste, and I was just like, no, I, I know I don't like this. I remembered why I don't. I can't like believe this. it. I, 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 I. Everyone on the internet except my two fellow podcast co-hosts loves the new Doom. I don't know why. It's, it's just. I guess. The gunplay is just not there for me, I guess. No, I wouldn't say that. No. Mm. I do remember the, the shotgun in 2016 feeling way less cool than everyone was making it sound. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm i a Gears guy, so it, it needs to feel as satisfying as Gears, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. The I mean. shotgun in Doom 2016 just, like, poofed into thin air and enemies didn't react unless you were right up close to them and the shotgun in the classic doom games is almost a sniper <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know um the it, it, the, the like the chainsaw get your stuff up shoot everything you know jump around constantly move that whole like that whole thing that's why i know i i probably wouldn't even play dusk it's not my I don't know, I'm just not into it anymore. I used to play Quake on like the school computers back in the day. That was fun. That's that's a lot like Dusk. It's a lot like Dusk, yeah. So wait, exactly why 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 don't you think you'd like Dusk? I don't know. It's just going around shooting. Um endless shoot like I need some I need some story, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, need I guess I guess I, I I've had my fill of of having a story in a shooter because I played it immediately after Half Life. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was looking for something really fast and cathartic and mindless and Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I'm more into like RPGs nowadays. I just want to get into like a nice RPGs gear up, you know. I, I just feel I, I still haven't scratched that itch. I feel like it's still there. Every time I play something, I'm just like, oh I need more. I need more. I played, I beat Ori. That's what it was. I beat Ori. Ori was fine. Fine? <laughs> no, well, okay. No, the gameplay was great. The story was yeah. just fine. The Ori story? It wasn't, there wasn't, it wasn't magical. But the gameplay was great. Like, the design of the, some of those levels were great. <laughs> like, really great. The Ori great. story was only okay? And the story was really only okay um the ori story was a little bory the ending was nice but i because i kind of knew it was coming but and and it was satisfying <laughs> to see the ending but like uh everything before that was just the journey wasn't so good getting there it oh man it could have been wonderful so your quarry into the story left you a little um uh what, what you're saying is your your description of it's a little bit gory it sounds like there's no glory glory here in the ori story oh my god the rhymes are, are we gonna have another rhyme video george just give me a beat <laughs> no <laughs> no i i was i was thinking uh... i beat mega man too the first one 
Mega Man's good. Mega Man's good. Oh, yeah. You don't mean Mega Man 1, right? No, no. uh, Battle Network. I beat that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I I'm happy for games. you. Yeah, it's just good. It was good. It was good. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how to drive a conversation about Metal Man, Metal, Metal Mega Man Battle Network Man. because I haven't Metal Man played Network. much of Mega Man Battle Network, so I don't. I, what questions yeah, yeah. could I ask to engage you about? Engage I, me, uh, or engage yourself? You. I need to engage is, is you. That, is that what we're talking about? Engage yourself about Metal Man. Okay, what are what are the RPG mechanics in Metal Man? Mega Man Battle Network. I mean, I, I, well, I, I just want to say I, I beat it and it was, it was still good. But like uh, the RPGs is like you can power up your character and you get uh, like uh, in terms of charging your your buster, uh, rapid oh. fire, oh. and just straight up damage. That's pretty much. And, and then armor. And then you have your chips. But if you don't, like, it's a very unique battle system. That's what I remember the most about it. Yeah. I remember the 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 strategic aspects of it. I remember a lot of talking and walking through a town, but I don't remember having to like distribute points into roles and leveling up characters and having to like crunch numbers in the battle system. It was like a lot of geometry, not math. Yeah, it's not much math. I mean, you just get the best chips. Make sure they all have like. Around Lays the same uh, letter, flaming hot code. Cheetos. Yeah, right, right. Same yeah. code, and so you can get a bunch of them at once. <laughs> Basically, load up your your whole chip library with uh, time bombs that do 160 damage <laughs> and just kill everything. <laughs> um, which is what I did. Um, you could farm up chips pretty easily in, in the first one. But yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it's good. It's good. I, I like going back. I like going back, man. Uh, going back in time. Going back mm. in time, but yeah, uh, that's that's what I've been doing. I haven't played Animal Crossing. I see Liam has been playing Animal Crossing here on the dock. Mm-hmm. Sadly, he's a normal person. He's, a, he's yeah. He's, he's with all the others, and you know what? I regret um, mm. is not buying Animal Crossing. I really wish I had Animal Crossing, and I bet Animal Crossing is a very expensive purchase right now. Let's see what what the Animal Crossing prices are like. Sixty dollars. You know it's sixty. Come on. Yeah, but what if it's sold out? Like switches are selling out. Oh, please. Yeah, no, it looks like it's still sixty at uh at Best Buy. But yeah, there's a um little bit of a bottleneck going on in the the used switch market right now. Used Nintendo's switches are selling out of most stores besides Best Buy. I saw them for sale on the Best Buy website. And used Nintendo Switches are at a coronavirus premium at the moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna look some prices up real quick. I feel like they would die eventually because mine is already showing some wear and tear. Like one of my sh- controllers won't charge. It won't charge. Oh, my left uh, Joy-Con has started getting the sinking issue, and that's 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 just the worst. Yeah, I'm gonna ride it out until it dies. I'm not I'm, I'm not replacing <laughs> anything. <laughs> I want my money with me for this Corona virus uh, hell that we're going through. Must stack it uh, up. The aftermath is holy shit! Five hundred fifty dollars. What for? What a Nintendo Switch. Really? Nah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm looking at it right now on Amazon. Go to Amazon, type in Nintendo Switch, and the top two results are used copy, used resellers doing it for um $550. Actually, I don't know if that's used. It might just be a reseller. 
Yeah, because but, you, could uh, buy, you could buy it at Target or whatever, man. They're like 300 Oh, out of stock. Right now? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's the coronavirus. Everyone's at home playing their Switch right now, and that has actually caused Switches to sell out and get way jacked up on the, the resale market. Okay, you yeah, these are not kidding. used. These are new. Let's see how much a used one is right now. Wow, you're... Wow, did not know... There are no used ones for sale on Amazon. Wow. Damn. Is, are all Amazon Marketplace retailers completely out of used Nintendo Switches at the moment? I guess so. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. I did not know this was happening. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah and the Waffle Houses are closing down. Everything's closing. Everything is going. You didn't even say anything that went to. We were talking about the Oculus Rift and Alex, and then I mentioned oh, Waffle that's House. That's what it and... was. The Oculus story went down when I was trying to tell. Oh the, yeah, the drivers on the on the new PC. I was just like, I want to play Alex. God dang it! <laughs> and the whole the whole store went down. Like I couldn't download. I had to go to a third party website that just had it. Um, you know those alternate like download sites that just has like the exe just sitting there or whatever. I just downloaded from one. Those, of those are bound to exist so long as the products we buy in a store require you to download some stupid thing on your computer when you go home and try to use them. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't have a disk drive. <laughs> Not, I don't. Even though I, I wish I did have a slot. On my case, I don't. Uh, they could throw in a USB drive. You open up a Valve Index box and it doesn't have a, a driver disc in it or a driver drive in it or tripods in it or anything. $1,000, don't buy you jack shit right now. $1,000 <laughs> just buys you two Nintendo Switches. Wait. Not even, because they're $550, not $500. What, did you mount them onto the wall? Uh, yeah, I used um, Gorilla Glue double-sided tape oh, okay wow and it actually tended to work out fairly well i i did not like my original placement so i took them down and put them in a different spot and that stuff comes off with just a wet knife like you just get a spray bottle and and give it some spritzes let it soak for a few minutes and then start slowly wiggling a knife back there and it didn't leave a mark it came off fairly easily it's I'm pretty, pretty happy with the Gorilla Glue double-sided mounting tape. The Valve Index, on the other hand, we got some issues to talk about. So for some reason, I've had this image of you in the flannel and a, and, a, and a hunting knife in the forest, like hunting. Not in in my underwear, in no. the bedroom. No, no, no. no. My tippy toes on a stool. I had a very manly image, and now it's gone. Right. Thank you. Yeah, the coronavirus took it. <laughs> now I'm seeing a diaper, George. Now I'm seeing a diaper in the woods. You in a and we're going to break. <laughs> hey, do you really have to watch the rest of this stupid movie to see how it's going to end? Here, take control with Sega CD. Those aliens are masters of disguise. Not your typical video game, huh? You call that shooting? Better pay attention. Those aliens can look like anybody. Your brother, sister, anybody. Hungry. Ground Zero Texas, only on Sega CD. I have two news stories for the two of us this week. Since Liam's not here, we're not going to talk about the Nier remake. Instead, I'm going to start by telling us a tale. A tale of the great GameStop sickness saga of Cyber Year 2020. So, Matt, are you ready to hear a bunch of bullshit? 
Yes, I'm strapped in. I got my seatbelt on. Let's do it. On March 17th, GameStop decided to cancel their midnight launch events for Doom and Animal Crossing, hmm. which which was a a responsible, conscious effort to to help people keep from spreading the coronavirus to each other during the pandemic. That, however, it's important to know that GameStop has had pretty much, I believe, its worst year ever over the past year. Yeah. Um, the writing's been on the wall for a decade. Digital game sales have been increasing along with a lot of media going over to digital distribution in general. People are millennials are now watching Netflix and Amazon prime instead of television. And we're all downloading our games instead of going out and buying them at GameStop most of the time. And even then those of us who still want physical copies can probably find a cheaper place than GameStop to get them. Right. GameStop has changed its business model to sell pop culture toys and items outside of games. Yeah. And this past year, they've also started a tablet and phone buyback business where you you can apparently pawn off some old electronics with them too that all led up to to this saga happening in march beginning in march 17th with their first measures to handle the coronavirus crisis march 17th they canceled doom and animal crossing's midnight event soon they started releasing a um memo to managers about how their business was essential on March 19th. That's when a lot of state governments started issuing the stay at home orders and beginning like a more formalized quarantine process with the essential businesses and the non-essential businesses having different rules about who is not necessarily allowed to stay open, but who is advised to stay open. At least here in Georgia, it's still not, not you're not breaking the law, but you will get in some kind of trouble. Um, for for GameStop in particular, they argued that they were an essential business on the basis that, quote, we carry products that enable and enhance our customers' experience in working from home. Quote, this was on a memo that the managers were instructed to give to police officers if they are being questioned by law enforcement for for remaining open during a stay-at-home order. You can see a picture of a alleged memo that um, someone on, on Reddit anonymously posted. It has not been corroborated, but it literally is a, a piece of printer paper <laughs> without even the GameStop <laughs> heading on the stationery that, that just begins with the words, store letter to law enforcement, as if it has any legal authority whatsoever and all it says is do the products we carry that enable and enhance our customers experience in working from home we believe gamestop is classified as essential retail and therefore is able to remain open during this time it just says we believe it, it doesn't like this isn't signed by any lawyers or anything even it's it is just the gamestop corporate office believing that they count as essential they have a phone number listed that that I guess the police officer is supposed to call to get some answers. But as it turns out, that phone number just goes to a voicemail for the company's purported coronavirus inquiries response. Polygon has left a voicemail message, but has not yet received a reply. 
Store managers speaking anonymously to Polygon have reported conference calls, quote, telling us to throw a tech trade event, quote, not to turn away trades for any reason, and quote, to take advantage of increased traffic. Hmm. Of which there is probably none they can take advantage of. So on March 19th, they begin employing social distance practices in their store. They're limiting it to 10 people per store with six feet between them and suspending very like next freaking day just started straight up suspending the trade-ins and shutting down the demo stations two days later they start closing stores temporarily the remaining ones that are open switch to doing online pickup at their door only at which have have you ever done that process before we reserve something online and then pick it up in a store they keep it behind the counter for you Hmm. i've done it at best buy a couple times never at gamestop never at gamestop less than a week later we're at march 27th which which is three days before we're recording this and they have announced permanent closures of 320 stores in 2020 i imagine a lot of those are already the ones that are closed for the virus but this is this is like the death nail, the second big blow to the American economy after those 300 Waffle Houses have closed down. Yeah. Is that a shitload of GameStop retail employees are now getting laid off too, and those jobs are not going to come back for a long-ass time whenever whenever spirited young entrepreneurs lifting them up by the bootstraps figure some way to start new businesses that hire those people back. Yeah. The remaining employees were given a memo to, quote, Tape a GameStop plastic bag over your hand and arm when handling customer credit cards. Lightly. You want to be able to get it off easily. Do not open the door all the way. Keep the glass between you and the guest's face. Just reach out your arms. What? What? Basically, keep working. Cover your hands in plastic bags instead of like what a two dollar bag of gloves they can buy at the grocery yeah. store. I mean, not <laughs> getting paid at GameStop is it's pretty low. The, the payment is pretty low. But shit, I wonder if they still pay you on the company credit card like like they did back in my day. Yeah, you worked at GameStop for a while, right? Too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you have to do the thing where where they pay you on a debit card that that you have to yes. exchange for cash in an ATM at a store across yes. the county? Yep. How is yep. that legal? I don't know, man. I don't know. I was like, no direct deposit. Nope. Got to do this. Okay. Thanks. So you're you're burning gas to get your gas money, or just use that stupid card. So one very unfortunate person who I believe might have been caught in the crossfire here, who is obviously not saying much right now regarding the, the situation at all, is Reggie fils Why? Who, after leaving as, as president of um, Nintendo, is now working for GameStop. Wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, he's on the board of directors. For GameStop? Why? That was... That's his name. Now now that he's done with Nintendo, I guess his next big ambition in life was to see that GameStop has a graceful exit from the world, but that is not happening by the looks of things. You know, I mean, there's a big problem here with the whole thing, with, like, companies staying open when other companies are staying... Like... (laughs) 
like it, it, I mean, we could go deep into this, like because you, we're non-essential businesses are not supposed to be open, but they're open anyway. Because if they're not open, they can't pay their bills. You know, you know, I was supposed to start something with my cousin, and I'm glad I did it because we would have died. <laughs> that would have been a waste of money. You know, you you can't. It, some people can't stay open. <laughs> some, I mean, some people can't stay closed. So I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. GameStop tried not to die, and uh, not. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the people in there wanted wanted to keep their jobs too because you're already not getting paid much at GameStop. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're willing to to wear garbage bag hands. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so all of it sucks. You you need to get paid to eat food to survive. Yes, yes. So all those people who have worked years at GameStop, there's there's a few of them. Cool, cool dudes and girls, man. They're gone. Unless they work at those prestige ones, right? I'm pretty sure those stayed open. How would you feel if uh, Amazon bought up all these closed GameStops and turned them into, uh, let's say, like like Twitch gaming boutiques? Twitch? Like little land centers. Maybe they can sell microphones and cameras. It's, it's too small in there. Those GameStops are small. I was thinking about that. There were, there were some comments suggesting that might that might be what happens to the aftermath here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way too small. Way too small. Yeah, those those stores. I don't know. Like, if we're going to back, I don't know. I've I've only been to small stores. Um, and the one I used to work at, like the back room was barely this <laughs> little closet. With this little closet, you know, that's pretty much GameStop. I don't even know how it's held up, to be honest. When I when I was in high school and working at GameStop for a summer, I think I accidentally sold a woman six hundred dollars worth of empty boxes because I forgot to put the discs inside. Whoa. Well, you know how like they'll sell quote unquote new games that are still like have the seal broken and the yeah. disc taken out? Yeah. Like they do that as standard issue. That's yeah. the procedure that messed me up. It was like it was like my f- second day i i think in this version of the story so i'm so you lasted i'm sure only i wasn't two that days, bad is what you're saying before you got fired i think i lasted about a week yeah <sighs> they were not sad to see you go maybe a week and a half it was just holiday help <laughs> yeah yeah no um i got, oh, I got a few God. hundred bucks on my gamestop uh script card that i redeemed at the local target for for a little bit of a gaming computer that i was building at the time but it was it was a very deflating experience oh yeah um retail will do that to you man i've I worked retail for years man it's uh it depends on where you're at man depends on the people you work with i would say you know yeah. Sometimes you yeah. sometimes you have some uh some bad workers, some bad coworkers, sometimes you have some good ones. My my bad two bosses. teenage summer jobs were movie theater usher and GameStop holiday help, and I hated both of them, but the people I worked with at the movie theater made it so much more bearable. Yeah, man. It's all about the people. All about the people. Because every once in a while you're gonna have that customer that's just like mad at the world or something. There's nothing you can do about it. 
but just I, like... I believe there has been a lot written by by psychologists about how working retail for extended periods of time can trigger like intense depression and nihilism. Yeah, about like the people around you and stuff, and think that the whole world is and just the like entire human race. Yeah, it's yeah, just garbage. Yeah, yeah, like that Definitely. shit. Absolutely takes a toll on 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 normal human beings that I doubt we were built to handle yeah it, it, you, you can you can tell you can tell like especially when i make jokes and stuff like i'm I'm coming in i'm talking to one of the workers and making jokes and stuff and you can just tell like they're just dead inside and i'm just like yo <laughs> yeah like you're right <laughs> you good come on man what's up like I remember when when the manager was um, showing me the organizational system, whenever he would slap games down in the bin, there was just like the slap was a little unnecessarily hard. Like there was anger in his motions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, like if I ever buy anything, like especially at like a micro center when I know they work on commission. I always go to the like <laughs> the person with the greatest attitude. <laughs> I know I know that's like bad or whatever, but if you know if everyone avoids me, you know, get you on the upsell. Yeah, everyone of uh, trust me. Like the, the I would when I was in there, I had this gift card or whatever, and I didn't show the gift card, so I was just walking around looking at the stuff, and I was waiting for one person to ask me. Everyone, no one was asking me. One black guy came out the back and said, hey, man, you need something? And like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, and he had the best attitude, too. I was like, yeah, all right, so uh, let me get that and that. And he was like, oh, okay, <laughs> let me get a cart. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what, see, everyone else. I, I know the drill. Like, I've worked at Micro Center, so it's just like, you can't just be judging people and, and just, like, avoiding. I don't know, man. People are just weird. Whatever. The way whatever. I shop, though, like, like I have my phone out. I'm comparing prices and brands online while while looking at them on the shelf. Yes. Completely same. alone in my own little world. Same, 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 same. Yeah, I make sure I know. Yeah, but yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> we, we talked a while. And, and if, if, if we're, if we're going to move on, move yeah, on. Yeah, we got yeah, to sure. move on from, from the great GameStop Sickness Saga of Cyber Year 2022. <gasps> Uh, a, a slightly more upbeat, fun topic to talk about, and yeah. that is um, more more Half Life Alex interview quotes. Uh, uh, woo, yay! Polygon was talking to Robin Walker, who is the co-creator of Team Fortress for Quake, and a f who would later on go on to develop Team Fortress Classic and Half Life for Valve. Evidently, he's still working there and is now speaking on behalf of the brand. Nice. He says that there's probably very, very likely going to be fan-made mods to make Half-Life Alex have a non-VR mode. And over the course of the week, we've already seen people strive to be making that happen. Um, Robin Walker says, it will clearly demonstrate to people why we did this in VR. <laughs> it will be a very crisp <laughs> yes. way of seeing all the stuff we got for the move into VR. If people play a modded version on a standard display... Uh, and say this is just as good that will teach me a lot i will realize i'm wrong and we didn't get as much as we thought and i love to know whenever i'm wrong uh question for us is will we think we're wrong for for playing this game in vr rather than not vr i don't think so man yeah no fuck those kids uh, no, no all right all right so like <laughs> like let, let, let's be real here all right um 
<laughs> if it's either you don't, you can't play VR for a certain reason, either disability or whatever, like that, you can't play VR or you can't afford it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. And all you can do is like steal it and then mod it. I'm I'm guessing that's that's like the crowd there. Um, um, if you are in that boat, I would highly recommend you actually watch a playthrough and then start dicking around with it. Yeah, like go in that order. Yeah, because uh, you. Why not experience the game how it was meant to be played? It's like the whole like the, I mean I don't want to get into the you know the yeah, hard mode the Nvidia thing. yeah like but like yeah it's like uh, the game was definitely made for VR like without a doubt it, yeah when you play the game in every aspect it's just it's all VR and it's gonna be way the too puzzle. easy. Yeah, the puzzles. And a lot of puzzles aren't going to work. And a lot of um, extra items and Easter eggs aren't going to work. It's not going to feel as good, though. The puzzles are just not going to feel as good at all. There's there's some footage of of people uh, trying to dick around and get this to work. And you can see him (laughs) in uh, in the outline. I have a little link. I'll plug it into the description. But you can see the player point at the marker on the window, right? You know how you draw on the window Mm -hmm. in the very beginning? And and he's trying to do it with the mouse and it keeps like slapping against the window and falling out of place. Yeah. Like there's a lot of hand motion dependent stuff that just would not work on a mouse and keyboard. And there's also so much expressiveness to glean from your body language in VR games. And that's why I would recommend watching a playthrough because then you would get that humor. You would be able to see the players, even with no commentary, you would still see the players' hands react. If you... If you are disabled or can't afford to play this game, I perfectly understand and sympathize and recommend watching a playthrough by by one of your favorite internet personalities because that's probably just as fun a way to go through the experience yeah. and probably way more fun than than trying to go through the experience without the VR. And I you're going to ruin I, it. I, for I feel yourself. weird recommending a um a playthrough over playing it yourself, but this is a situation where if those are what your two choices boiled down to, I would go sooner with the playthrough than the non-VR version. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that they do for VR that just wouldn't work when you have a mouse and keyboard and you can just like run the up globe and puzzles. slide. And, and there's yeah. a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, and you can't even run in this game. Oh, yeah, it's going to be real slow, too. Yeah, you like you're just Point walk. and click with a teleporter. Yeah, like... It, what the game becomes something else and entirely mm-hmm. yeah no no man it's not so, gonna be accessible yeah. as it turns out it um you someone has already made a a dot bin file that you can throw in the folders that will activate a free walking fps style camera but as it turns out the game comes with traditional flat fps style weapons that activate with a command line that just shoot projectiles in the middle of the screen there's no models at the bottom of the screen but modders have already employed the half-life 2 models and and there's footage out there of some alex levels being played up to the point where you need to start moving your hands around for puzzles as if it was a very very easy very sparsely populated half-life 2 level Hmm. um another note from these videos is uh like this stuff is going to be very useful as for for debugging and modding but it also looks really really good as a flat game which i was kind of surprised by like you can really get a sense for how much of an upgrade there was going from 
from 2004's Half-Life 2 on Source Engine to 2019's Half-Life Alex on Source 2. Source ducks. There's even even on flat screen, like I'm still really impressed by just how much detail and clutter and brilliant texture work is is crammed into like every little angle you can look at with this game. Uh, (laughs) the scale isn't there though the the combine don't look as big and chunky as they do in in vr i wonder if alex's field of view is i think because we're taller taller, that's why Hmm. if you you have it set to like around six or you i think you're you're taller than me so six something right you know you know what was hilarious about pavlov last night yeah is that the children actually had shorter models in the game yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like they, they were adult characters in like the full soldier armor with with helmets and ski goggles and stuff, but but they were just like a foot shorter than everyone else. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah. yeah, if you've played and beat Alex, I I'm not going to get mad at you for wanting to do a non-VR run. If you haven't played Alex, I I I'd get a little salty if this is your first impressions. I'd I'd rather you you watch a a commentary free playthrough than than see than miss half of the cool little interactables that Valve has put in there. Being able to pick up stuff and move it and Oh, you could do it in. I'm watching the video now. You can do it in a, in 2D. That's just weird. That's just weird. <laughs> you you can tell it doesn't work as well. Oh, I didn't know there was a cat in the beginning. Yeah, there's uh some stuff that we might have missed that are easier to spot in the flat screen mode. On the other hand, I'm just looking forward to dicking around with that cat on my replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't yes. wait to go through it again on hard mode with uh, some controller tweaks and also no pressure for streaming involved and just fully turn the lights off and immerse myself and not say a word, come out eight hours later with my eyes half melted. And I wonder how well the uh, all those scripted events of, of just standing around looking at the spectacle are going to hold up on the replay. I'm reading some of the comments here. I'm reading some of the comments it's like, oh. They're like mad they that it wasn't VR. Incendiary and and angry. Oh, really? You yeah, know. That, that wasn't I, VR. I mean, that wasn't wasn't uh, FPS experience, uh, flat FPS FPS experience. Well, well I see. Weird. Valve was right. VRless Alex looks so much worse. <laughs> Source <laughs> fans plus time on their hands due to quarantine. The inevitable happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you know it's it's hard, it's hard for for me to to like see it through their eyes of like why is it in vr because i'm an i guess i'm an adult and i and i if a if a, a developer wants to make it a certain way or design the game a certain way then that's i think that's fine mm. you, i i don't know like it's it's weird because and I, i'm an adult and i you know i i have a job so it's, i guess it's different I guess it's different. You know, two hundred was two hundred dollars for like a headset, dude. The people dude, that were playing last night with, last night would spent two hundred dollars on on one of those uh, Odyssey, uh, Samsung Odyssey. Yeah, ones. and and remember when when I was have I don't know were you there when I was having trouble with my controller and I couldn't get my guy to put the bomb on the site? Yeah, ten and I was just like thousand oh, dollar headset yeah. and 
What? Uh, why do you keep saying ten? You're magnifying <laughs> my my gripes by ten. Um, yeah, I was having trouble with the controller. I I couldn't get my character to put a bomb diffuser in the right spot on the environment, and in my frustrated panic, I just like shouted, "Fuck! Fuck! Shit! Oh goddamn! Fucking index controller's not not worth it." And then a child who is probably like. I don't know, done maybe $50 worth of chores their whole life, says, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. It Kid, is. what do you know? What do you know about laboring for minimum wage for over a month to be able to afford what amounts to basically a, a toy for rich people in a time of crisis? <laughs> what does that kid know about how much $1,000 <laughs> actually can buy when your life is on the line? Uh, leave that kid alone. <sighs> <laughs> Dude, dude, I saw you and I shot the guy. That shot the guy when he was heading towards you. Didn't die. Didn't die. Shot well, the guy. Maybe in you should aim for the head. <laughs> okay, you know what? That was like that was like the one time where I was really I was actually upset. I was just like Oh. I was upset at what the kid said. I, I was like trying to save you and it was like perfect lines. Like he was just running towards you and I was just and he just wouldn't die. I was very confused. Very, very confused. Can you put like triple armor on? Is 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 that is that is that a thing? No, I'm guessing it was just a combination of a weak gun plus no headshots in your burst. Oh, oh you you trying to like the headshots really matter. Um, if if you're like doing a one to one facing the enemy, if, yeah, if they're yeah, looking yeah, yeah, away yeah. from you and have to turn around for a bit, you can get yeah, away but he's with firing into their chest. I wanted to make sure I I get him because I thought you were shooting him too. So I was just like. You know, shooting it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was having trouble with the controller. Yeah, but yeah. In any case, it, it was um, good time. Good time, Pavlov. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, great game. Despite the the children telling you they know better about what one thousand dollars is worth. <laughs> the saltiness. I'm not salty. I'm George. Yes. Oh, well, that's correct. A, a bag of George. Get your, <laughs> get your bag George of George chips. George, George flakes. <laughs> oh man, this chicken doesn't have enough flavor. I need some George. <laughs> Sprinkle some some George powder on it. <laughs> just that same that same sock picture right on the box. Just, like, just some mysterious blank white salt shaker tube with my face on it and nothing else. <laughs> Mystery Flakes by George. Mystery Flakes. Oh man, I love George's Mystery Flakes. Oh, on my chicken. I, uh, on I'm my eggs. To, <laughs> I'm trying to transition us over to the the one listener question I'm going to give us this week. Man, that's a big chunky, one. man. That's chunky. What is this? Chunky question. Whoever sent it in, I believe, might have some ulterior motives because they sent it in from Gorilla Mail. Which is a uh, temporary email anonymizing service. And then when I read the question, you'll probably see why. I don't know if they're trying to protect themselves or if they're like an actual troll character trying to press some political buttons on the podcast. But they ended up asking a question that I'd be really fascinated in, in sharing some thoughts on. Okay. So if you would uh, like to send in any questions suggestions comments do, do it to uh dad and sons podcast at gmail.com uh kg1tx plus 4 at gorillamail.com says <clears throat> so 
I didn't play Final Fantasy VII back in the day. Without nostalgia for the original, I understand my opinion is essentially useless to people who played it when it was revolutionary. <laughs> With the qualification out of the way, though, speaking from the perspective of someone playing the remake demo as a new game for the first time, the writing is pretty offensive. Jesse's lines thus far are, Cloud is hot. Does Cloud have a girlfriend? Is Cloud dating Tifa? Whom, as an aside, I only know is the woman from the boob size controversy. Jesse is easily incapitated by a stray falling rock and needs to be rescued by Cloud, before immediately flirting with him when he helps her, then tripping on almost nothing and flirting with Cloud while still on the ground, before having to be helped up by Cloud despite no apparent injuries. Yep. Even with the context of understanding that Barrett has always been legendarily racist, mm -hmm. I was swept off my feet. He's perpetually angry, aggressive, Person cursing, shouting, shouting, and threatening for no reason at all. His dialect is an off-putting mixture of black scents from disparate parts of the United States. Every so often, he'll make noises for which my only explanation is that the creators heard the shouts in crunk music, then inferred that black people use those vocalizations in everyday life. Right. With the context that this is a remake of a beloved artifact of the adolescence of the gaming industry written in a time of generally lower sensitivity and created by a country without as much exposure to real black voices, I think this is forgivable. It doesn't feel malicious to me, just hilariously clumsy. But if this game was written today, I would be a little annoyed. My question is this, do you think it's fair to give this game a free pass in light of all that historical context, despite the fact that many people who encounter the game will not have it? Short answer is yes, because it they can't change it. If they change Final Fantasy VII, it, it wouldn't be Final Fantasy VII? Like, if they, mon like they change it back to, like... <laughs> modern times you know this is exactly how it was back then <laughs> it was bad it's just now they have voices so it's ultra bad and it will we're, probably we're, get worse <laughs> we're, we're 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 also coming into this from that boob size controversy remember i i don't what, okay, what was I, the boob size oh tiff um yeah, Tifa's boobs tifa actually are more or less as proportional to her character the same size in relation to the rest of her character as it is in the original game. They just look smaller because of the more realistic overall anatomical proportions of her character in this version. And that made a lot of gamers really mad. It, there's got to be more things to be mad about in the world than than boob size in, in one video game uh, character. What, 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 what about Barrett and racism? Oh, the guy, the guy is dumb. Like, <laughs> I... I did not um, like him in a demo. <laughs> like I, yeah, but it's yeah. like whatever, uh, you know. Like I, I, one thing to qualify though is that 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 he he calms down like in the very next scene, right? Like yeah. just out. He's he, we for for someone playing this for the first time, I totally get it because it's the first thirty minutes of seeing Barrett. After after you get out of this situation, his character calms down and becomes a lot more human and and, and sensitive and gentle, but also still tough guy mr t basically it's because i'm used to the whole japanese like mixture of emotions type janky writing that i see it as just oh okay it's just final fantasy you know where it's just like like the the characters are not really complex you know they're just like there you know, there's like, oh, hi. <laughs> a lot of people who cried while playing through Final Fantasy seven might 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 be squirming right now at the thought that their favorite characters aren't complicated. But oh, come on. 
They're not I know exactly what you mean, though. You know exactly what I mean. I just played it. Like, what, a couple yeah. years? a couple years? Come on, man. Like, yeah. this isn't complicated. Um, <laughs> it's not. So, you know, so I, I mean, they're cool characters. I'm not saying they're not I, cool, but. I thought about this in the shower. Yeah. In terms of how embarrassed I would be to play this in front of my mom, the the racism is kind of a different dimension than the sexism Mm -hmm. because when going through a lot of anime and video games like black characters in japanese games are typically handled really weird (laughs) yeah bad like like (laughs) like i'm i i like that they use the word black sense here in the email because that totally describes how barrett talks yeah and it totally comes from from a japanese guy seeing mr t and being like oh wow what a what a weird silly cool character and and that being their primary exposure to the stereotypes and so characters like barrett show up and and remember dragon ball z with mr popo yeah and remember jinx from pokemon mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'm wondering how you feel about this angle that that i have on the situation that a lot of the black facing that you do see in Japanese media comes more from a place of ignorance, though, than it does malice. And that makes it a little bit more, I don't want to say OK, but at least excusable and understandable. Because I don't know if it's excusable, but it's just like, right. Who cares? Like, I, well, I mean, I don't ca- like I don't care enough to be like. Like, you didn't see me mention it. Oh, no, I did mention it. I did mention it. I was like, oh, well, you know, Barrett's character is dumb. But, like, it's just a one-off thing. Like, I don't I don't care enough. You know, he's not saying terribly bad stuff. And and I understand it might come from ignorance because you don't – there's not enough black people in, in Japan. There's, like – like, I, from what I've seen is that all the black people know each other in Japan. <laughs> when I looked up, because I was thinking about wooing over there, and I was looking up all these videos, and it's like, yeah, it's like most, <laughs> it's like a little group. <laughs> I, I have had plenty of black friends in my life who still love anime and love Japan, and 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 have moved there and and live there. Okay, and and what I think is going on here is that these characters are Japanese artists exaggerating what they think is is cool and exotic about people who look different than them. But what they don't have is the the <laughs> 400 years of, of slavery and oppression that the Western world did. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of the stereotypes are are like. Because Mr. Popo is is a perfectly competent character, but in the history of America, when when they were when we were doing blackface 60 to, to 100 years ago, like the characters were intended to promote a very damaging stereotype in which the blackface characters were lazy and incompetent and and barbaric rude subhumans but but in these blackface characters in japanese media are like competent fleshed out characters except jinx from pokemon fuck that shit um yeah no mr popo and barrett are well, well that's that's from that's from some type of like tradition in 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 japan in Japan, where they put on blackface and stuff, I can't remember what it was. That's oh, what you see it in, in, in some Scandinavian countries too. Oh, really? Ooh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. Blackface is is a thing that shows up everywhere, but in America, it's especially offensive because it was like 
you yeah. know, 400 years of slavery and oppression. Yeah, yeah. And and, and sadly, sadly, racism still exists. Um, <laughs> sadly, um, at least here. In, in Japan, people would just be, uh, from what I've heard um, and, and, and talking to people, it's more like, they're like amazed, like, oh wow, I've don't see yeah. you around. Yeah. Yeah, like like everyone will look at you weird, but the cops won't shoot you. Oh yeah, which I'd rather be alive. I'd rather be right? looked at than alive. And I get looked at here in California. So because there's not many black people in, in Orange County at all. So well, there you go. Yeah, I I I, I don't I, it gets a pass because it, it kind of just needs to be the same, even though there are a little bit of changes. It kind of just needs to be the same as it was before. I don't think they would be able to pull off them. <laughs> yeah. It's I, better if they just redo the same thing they did and, and update the graphics and make the fights cooler, which I'm pretty sure the fights are going to be good. And that's, I, you know, just, 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 you know, I, I don't know if you're, this person is either female or black. I I don't see this as a a white a white male writing this email. There's there's some there's some there's some uh I can I can feel it there. I can feel I, I don't think there. I've ever heard the term black sense before in my life, but I really like that one. Yeah, yeah, black sense. So so like yeah, trust me, like it's there, it's annoying, you know, but it's just like everything else. You know, you just got to be like, ah, okay, and not let things bother you. Because if you let things like this bother you, it's just like, uh, you just don't play it, you know? Just don't play it. Don't give them your money. I played it when I was young, so it's one of those things where I never even realized how how bad it was until later on when I replayed it when I was older. Um, But yeah, like Spongebob. Uh, oh, Spongebob is F timeless. FF7 uh, is just like Spongebob. <laughs> No, no, man. SpongeBob is way better than Final Fantasy. You don't really realize how adult SpongeBob is until uh, until you get older. <laughs> the hardest I have ever laughed in my life was when I watched the uh, Krabby Patty instructional training video as a grown ass, like twenty nine year old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! One of the most like wholesome things about the awful times we're living in. And and how many problems the next generation has to grow up with is is just how much they ended up loving SpongeBob. Like how SpongeBob has become a permanent part of of anyone who grew up with it and onwards. Mm -hmm. Like like it's like the Looney Tunes of 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 millennials and Zoomers. Everyone's gonna get every reference, and and that's that's good to see. I guess at least yeah. at least they have good taste in classic cartoons, <laughs> which feels weird to say because it premiered in like. 99 2000 right yeah. Ooh, spongebob probably seems so much older to the kids than it does to us they're still making especially because it, it's huh? 2d hand animation yeah well there you go yeah that's, go. that's hopefully, the dad and sons podcast well hopefully uh that answered your question uh <laughs> crunk music it's been a while since i heard some crunk music oh man oh shit i wonder if they still do this but i remember um uh, hearing about one of my friends who went to Japan and he was um, rifling through a record store and all the rap music was called black music. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's bad. That's bad. 
That's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I don't know what will be better, black music or African-American music. Where are they going to put the Eminem albums? Oh, yeah, you know what? I don't know. 